This podcast is brought to you by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you're interested in creating or expanding your podcast, find out more at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Join Ambiguous Podcast Solutions to bring your podcast to life. Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 8th. Today's top stories, as the U.S. capital returns to normal, or as normal as it can get until January 20th, a long-time problem is getting worse. What's that problem? More on that in a moment. And President Trump finally concedes the election results, well, sort of. So will that help the stock market by reducing uncertainty? I'll discuss that as well. And interest rates are finally rising. They're at their highest level since March. What will that mean for our markets? More on those and other topics in a minute. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from yesterday. It was another wonderful day for our stock market. All the major indexes making new all-time highs. The Nasdaq 100 was the big winner, gaining two and one half percent. The S&P gained one and a half percent, while the Dow gained seven tenths of one percent and closed above 31,000. Despite those broad market gains, not all the equity sectors followed along. The consumer staples sector lost three tenths of one percent. Consumer staples stocks include household names like Procter and Gamble, Walmart, Pepsi, Coca-Cola. Costco, and the cigarette makers. Crude oil continued its winning ways yesterday and briefly traded above 51 bucks a barrel. Copper gained more than 1.5% yesterday, and it's now trading at its highest level in eight years. Traders like to refer to copper as Dr. Copper because it seems to have a PhD in economics, given its ability to predict broad economic trends and inflection points. I'll keep watching copper to see if it signals one of those inflection points. It's likely that the most important news from yesterday's trading is the rally in interest rates. The 10-year yield is finally above 1% as it closed yesterday at 1.07%. Getting above 1% is something we haven't seen since March, and the current level is still insanely low given historical norms. But with a bunch of political uncertainty swept away, we're finally starting to see rates normalize. Make no mistake about it. An economy with a 10-year treasury yield below 1% is simply not healthy. Low interest rates are great for our stock market, and the current rate regime is certainly one major reason we see stocks rallying like they are. But that sort of rate regime also signals problems everywhere else, which is about what you would expect during a global pandemic, which has hammered economic activity. Speaking of the global pandemic, the U.S. set new records for the number of COVID cases and deaths yesterday, so an old problem is still our new problem. More than 4,100 Americans died from COVID yesterday, and at the same time, we're botching efforts to inoculate people. About 5 million Americans have been inoculated at a point when we expected that number to be about six times that. And while I don't know who in government to blame for the inoculation debacle, yesterday we saw President Trump more or less concede that his term will end on January 20th. All I know is that for the first time in our history, we failed at executing a peaceful transfer of power. I really don't care what other countries are saying about us because, let's face it, there are billions of people who would still climb into a leaky boat and row across an ocean for an opportunity to have their kids be born American citizens. Instead, I know what I think about what's happening. It's both sad and disappointing. The sweeping away of this last bit of uncertainty may help our stock market. It's up again overnight, but I think it's more important in many other ways. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 
All the major indexes are set to open higher by about three-tenths of 1%, as investors think Democrats will increase government spending, which might not do a whole lot of good for our deficit, but which will goose economic activity. Crude oil is up another 65 cents overnight and is now at $51.50 a barrel. Gold had a tough time lately, and it's down 1% overnight and back below $1,900 an ounce. Higher interest rates are like kryptonite for gold because it increases the opportunity cost for owning a precious metal that pays no interest or dividends and which has to be stored and insured. Continuing our look at the day ahead, we'll get the biggest economic release of the month this morning when unemployment data comes out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. The market expects just 65,000 new jobs were created in the month of December, and the consensus expectation for the unemployment rate is 6.8%. That's pretty much all the data we'll get today, but it will be plenty. Finally, since it's Friday, it's time for this week's worst company in the world. This week's worst company is... Those members of the Trump administration who stood by for years when they knew what was going on yet only managed to find the courage to speak out and resign their posts with less than two weeks to go. They made like rats jumping from a sinking ship, but again, only at the last minute. I hope they don't try to dress up their recent resignations with talk of duty and honor because they're just opportunists. Well, that's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 8th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead. Now wake up and go get them.